This episode is sponsored by Small Farm Nation Academy. With online marketing courses, farm discounts, mastermind interviews, and a community forum, the Small Farm Nation Academy can help your business to get growing. Find out more at smallfarmnation.com slash academy. We've all heard the term corporate and product branding, but what is a personal brand? And do farmers need one? Hey, it's Tim Young of smallfarmnation.com, and today I'm going to tell you why you do need to develop your own personal farm brand and exactly how to do it. Hey everyone, great to be with you once again. So from a marketing perspective, a sustainable farm business is quite unique in the scheme of business models. I mean, like other businesses, both big and small, a sustainable farm business needs to build a strong business brand in order to thrive. Yet the heart of any farm business is what? It's the farmer. After all, the farmer is what makes a farm a farm. It's what gives the farm its initial identity. And the best farms are those where the farmer has established something of a personal brand that is just as strong as the farm brand that he or she created. Now, for examples of this, just look no further than Will Allen at Growing Power or Will Harris at White Oak Pastures or the outspoken Bauer or farmer, Willie, in Germany, who admonished his customers that they all care about cheap food. And that's all they care about is cheap industrial food free of claims. <laughs> I would suggest you need the name Will or Willie to establish a personal farm brand. But there's this other farmer named Joel Salatin who's also broken through the clutter and established his own personal brand. But in each case, the personal brand is intertwined with the farm brand. In other words, the perception of the farm business mirrors the perception of the farmer. Now, of course, these farmers are well-known, but how did that come to be? I mean, they weren't always well-known. After all, there's over 3 million farms out there. So why is it we only hear of a few well-known farmers? And what's the secret to breaking through and establishing your own farm brand persona anyway? Well, I'm going to give you eight tips in this episode that are going to help you to achieve just that. Well, you don't know what you're feeding yourself. You just buy whatever's on the shelf. So, okay, here we go. Personal brand tip number one. Take a stand. Leaders take stands. And that's what each of the farmers I mentioned earlier have done. Whether it's a stance for something like animal welfare or soil fertility or family values or against something like CAFOs or GML, GMOs and so on. Whatever it is, these leaders all take a stand. But it's more than that, really. They frame their message in such a way that paints a positive outcome for the consumer. In other words, they don't just rant about what's wrong. They paint a vision of how the world and its inhabitants could be far better off by pursuing their vision. So people are drawn to them because they are associated with a vision of a better world. So that's personal brand tip number one. Take a stand. Personal brand tip Number two, be consistently present. Now, whether it's through a blog, interviews, a podcast like this, or social media posts, leaders are consistently there. They're consistently present. They drive their message home consistently 
and persistently, and I think the best leaders, positively. If you're a larger operation, and if you have access to public relations, then you can also use PR for the same purpose. But if you're a smaller operation or a one-person show, as many farmers are, that is what blogging, social media, and content marketing is all about. It levels the playing field with the big boys and girls. Either way, you just got to get out there with your message consistently. You don't say it once. You say it over and over again. Just ask the politicians. After all, the saying is, repetition is the mother of all learning, right? So leaders drive their point home, and they do so effectively because of brand tip number three. They create sound bites. Okay, you want to know why Donald Trump really beat Hillary Clinton? Oh, it's not because of the Russians or anything else. Listen, just answer these two questions or ask anyone around you to answer these. Question number one, what did Clinton want to do if she became president? Question number two, what did Trump want to do if he became president? I defy you or anyone else to coherently answer the first question since her losing slogan was nothing more than, I'm with her. As for the second question, we all know the answer. Trump wanted to make America great again. So folks in the, on the Trump train repeated that mantra, and now we have years' worth of exceptional Saturday Night Live material and a continued career for Alec Baldwin. And that's because, listen, sound bites work. Now, several times, I personally have been picked up by the media, everything from widespread media like NPR and Fox and & Friends to farm industry media like Acres USA and others. And often, the reason I was contacted was sound bites, just simple ways that I had distilled my message in a repeatable nugget. I mean, here's a simple example. Good Food Awards promoted my farm business in a press release one time because they picked up on this sound bite I said. And all I said was, if all dairies feed grain to their cows, and if all grain is essentially the same, then how unique can the cheeses really be? The point I was making and wanted people to remember is that milk from pastured cows results in a unique cheese flavor profile. The soundbite is what people remember. It's what gets repeated. Don't think so? How about these? Trust but verify. Ronald Reagan. I have a dream. MLK. Ask not what you can do for your country. Kennedy. Or, as Bill Clinton said, being president is like running a cemetery. You've got a lot of people under you, and nobody's listening. That's a great sound, sound bite. So the goal of sound bites is to allow folks to recall what you said and why you said it. So don't just rant about what you believe in. GMOs are bad or KFOs are bad. We just, we're just ranting when we say that. We have to distill our message into memorable sound bites so people can take our message, take the torch to others. So put in the time to distill your message into sound bites that are easy for others to do just that. Now, let's move on to personal brand tip number four. Brand tip number four, it is not about you, it is about them. So what's in it for me? Start your message by asking that from the customer or the reader's perspective. 
Whatever message you're trying to convey, start with what's in it for them. In other words, you want to change the world or create something for their benefit. You're, you're just a change agent. They are the beneficiary. Once they clearly understand how they benefit, why the change you represent is much better for them, they'll hop aboard your train. So think about how you'll fulfill the customer's need, whether it's solving a problem or satisfying a need. Start with what's in it for them. Okay, personal brand tip number five. Show the real you. Now, particularly on social media, show people who you really are. This means that it's not all business all the time. Now, this is why sometimes I talk about my wife, my daughter, or the things that I do personally, or on the about page of my website, I'll talk about how I love the Pittsburgh Steelers and Leonard Skinner and things like that, because that's who I really am. Make no apologies for it. So show who you really are. And if you're not comfortable with it, get comfortable. Just be yourself. Share something about you, whether it's talking about your family or sharing that picture of you in that ridiculous Halloween costume with your kids or you at a social gathering, as long as you weren't too drunk. Just be real because your goal is to relate. And people relate to, guess what? Real people, not corporate icons. So that's personal brand tip number five. Show the real you. Let's move on to personal brand tip number six right after this. Starting a farm business is rewarding, but you know what isn't? Learning that profitable farming is only 20% about growing and 80% about marketing. But now there's an easy way to learn how to market your farm. It's the Small Farm Nation Academy, an online membership site with courses on everything related to marketing and growing a farm business. Courses like building your farm brand, website design, list building, and email marketing, public relations, social media marketing, and more. Plus, Academy members get discounts on everything from hatchery chicks and electric fencing to cool bots and gardening supplies. So if you're serious about having a profitable farm business, connect with other farmers today in the Academy at smallfarmnation.com. That's smallfarmnation.com. Join today and get growing. Okay, five down, three to go. Let's move on to personal brand tip number six. Be transparent. Now, this is a word we love in the farming world, right? But being transparent means having the courage to be vulnerable, to let people know that you're afraid or you made a mistake. It shows you're human and it builds empathy. And that's critical because empathy is what allows people to care about you as a person. So don't always try to be right, to be a know-it-all. You're taking a stand because you believe in something. You're pursuing a better way of life, but you still want to be human. You want to be a human out there struggling to get there, to get to your goal. Okay, personal brand tip number seven. Help them to get involved. Now, them is the people that you're trying to reach, that you're trying to inspire. So before you hit publish, before you make that speech, answer this question. How can my audience take action or get involved? In other words, what do you want them to do? Because if you don't give your audience a way to get involved or an action item, then 
They're going to absorb your message and then go on to the next post in our Facebook feed. And your message is going to be forgotten until they stumble across you again. So ask them to vote with their fork today by doing this thing blank. Tell them to do something or to foster change by contacting this person today about legislation or what other whatever other specific action item you want them to take. But give them something to do. Don't just talk to them. Give them action to take. I mean, it's the same as get out there and vote, right? Look, we all need guidance. And your followers, your current and your future followers, need you to guide them to the actions that will help you to succeed as the change agent you represent for them. So don't just deliver the message. Tell them what they need to do to help you achieve the vision. Okay, now let's get ready for brand tip number eight. Yeah, you're still with me. So, okay, here's brand tip number eight. Act one to many, but think one to one. The best way to build your brand might be to sit down with each person individually, but come on, that's not realistic. So instead, we have to use technology such as email marketing, blogging, podcasting, and social media. So in that sense, we're acting one to many. I'm speaking to many of you right now, but I'm thinking about you. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's you. I'm thinking about you. So we create one post or one podcast, and then we distribute it to many people. And that creates leverage of our time, which is what we want. However, our message needs to resonate in such a way that it sounds like one-to-one. Now, if I read your post or if I hear you on a podcast, I need to believe that you are talking to me specifically. I think the farmers I mentioned earlier at the beginning of this episode, they excel at this. They're relatable, and their messages always resonate with me and likely with you too. And that's the goal, to speak to many, but come across as if you're speaking to one. Now, is it an art? Sure, it's an art. But it's an artful science that you can master. Okay, so there's your eight tips. Personal brand tip number one, take a stand. Number two, be consistently present. Number three, create sound bites. Number four, it's not about you, it's about them. Number five, show the real you. Number six, be transparent. Number seven, help them to get involved. And number eight, act one to many and think one to one. So let's close all this up now. Here's what I'd like you to do to get started in building your personal farm brand, whether I say farm brand, whatever small business you have, this is what I want you to do. And it's just one thing. I want you to create a powerful soundbite reflective of your farm brand that is less than nine seconds long to read, preferably much less because the average soundbite these days is seven seconds. Now, if you want help with this, you know I've got a tool to help you. I've developed a soundbite formula just for you to help you develop a memorable media soundbite. And of course, it's free. Just go to smallfarmnation.com slash bite and download it. That's B-I-T-E, like you're biting a piece of artisan cheese. And then use that template to nail your soundbite. Then, once you've got it nailed, use it consistently to reinforce your brand message. You can even include it in quotes in your social media image headers. 
Now, if you're in the Small Farm Nation Academy, and you know you should be, you can post your messages in the form and get my help in nailing your message. By doing the exercise in the download template and following these tips in, these epi- in this episode that will help you build your personal farm brand, you'll start to attract fans and followers, as well as invitations from media outlets. Believe me, I know. I mean, the New York Times, NPR, CNN, Southern Living Magazine, and many others reached out to me over the years, all because of content I produced on my blog where I took a stand, was consistently present, used sound bites, spoke to my audience, was vulnerable and shared our personal struggles, was always transparent, provided ways fans could affect change, and crafted personal messages to widespread audiences. Remember, the heart of the farm brand is you, the farmer. So get out there, create your own soundbite, one that lets your fans clearly and quickly grasp everything that you stand for. Okay, Small Farm Nation, that's it for me in this episode. Remember, you can keep up with me and all my content at smallfarmnation.com. There's a link on the site to my free farm marketing group on Facebook where thousands of farmers discuss issues important to growing their farm and their food business. Of course, I'd love to have you be part of the Small Farm Nation Academy, and you'll find more information about that on my site also at smallfarmnation.com. As always, you can find the show notes from this episode on smallfarmnation.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or elsewhere. If you haven't already, please take a second to leave a review on iTunes. I read them all and I sure do appreciate it. Okay, until next time, here's to hoping you and your farm business get growing. Well, you don't know what you're feeding yourself. You just buy whatever's on the shelf. You don't care if it's full of GMO And what's inside them, nobody knows Cables to the left of you Right up to the right Here I am, out here farming for you Yes, I'm out here farming for you And I just want you to know the truth My food is real and locally grown Just a few miles from your home